Hey everyone, welcome to the world's best betting on pro wrestling podcast. This is Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling. I'm Vintown. This is a Scotsman. Scotsman, how you doing? I'm doing shite, mate, because I'm sitting here in Canada, suffering my second snow day in a row with my kids home because it's a blizzard out there. Meanwhile, you're packing your bags, going to Chicago for AEW Revolution, so... Yeah, let's not ask how I'm doing. I'm doing terrible. Yeah, uh, well, I'm doing pretty great. I'm going to AEW Revolution. Oh, are you? I have no idea. Thanks for telling yeah, I me. Yeah, got, got great seats. It's going to be a great show. I hope it let's... stinks. I hope it's the worst show since, well, I hope it's a WWE level show. That's how bad I hope. <laughs> uh, jealousy is not a pretty color on you, Graham. Uh, we don't have any results to go over this week because the show that we bet on last time is going on right now. So we'll be skipping that portion. So we're going to get straight into AEW Revolution. Hey, wait, this I week... want to do an advertisement. It's my turn to oh, do yeah. an advertisement. I was just about to say that. Yeah, you did the advertisement last last time out on the Showdown podcast and you did that little song. So I thought I would up you by doing a kind of rap. So Okay, so, th- so this week's AEW Revolution betting tips are brought to you by... Scotsman's rap. Give me a beat, Vin. So you want to gamble, you want to bet, you want to gamble on wrestling, cricket, and soccer. However, you want to find the most reliable sports books, easy to use websites that don't require an ad blocker. That was a good one. Don't worry because Scotsman's going to hook you up. Scotsman's going to set you right for all you new gamblers out there. Scotsman's going to give you the best website. This website will hold your hand throughout the process, so don't you fret. Fire up your Netscape Navigator and head on over to wheretobet.net. Boom! I freestyled that one. Uh, PN News, everybody. Okay, let's get on to AEW. <laughs> okay. AEW Revolution is this Saturday, February 29th in Chicago, Illinois. What What are you excited to see on this show? Um... Everything like is the one thing that I'm not excited to see is the one match that is a bathroom match. No, I'm so excited to see everything from the quality of the wrestling to how the storylines play out. I mean, this is an un- unreal card. I cannot wait. I wish I was going to it. Yeah, it's it's pretty unreal. Uh, you know, this is my son's first AEW show, and he basically gets to see every one of his favorite wrestlers in a big match. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty much all downhill from there for them, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be sad when you take him to like WrestleMania forty and he's like, Daddy, why is John Cena wrestling Elias part five, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um we did have a couple matches added last night. There's no betting on odds on them yet. Uh we had SCU and the Dark Order in a tag match added. Any thoughts on that? What kind of line you might set on that? SCU, after losing the titles, they haven't did too much. They've been involved in the Dark Order storyline, but it feels like it's more to get over Dark Order. And with the Exalted One coming, I would, I would put Dark Order at maybe minus 300 favorites, maybe even minus 400. That's one where I'd be very surprised if SCU pick up the win. Yeah, Dark Order is undefeated in 2020. Most of that's been on AW Dark. But uh, you know they're winning. They're getting up wins, and they got the they got the the 
the broken one coming soon. Yeah, they're going to delete SCU. Wink, wink. Okay, and then we had another match added. I know you're excited for this one. Orange Cassidy taking on Pack. What kind of line would you even put in this? I don't even know what to think of this match. I am... Um, it's so tough. I mean, it's... It's one of those matches, I, I can't even fathom how they book it. Like, you know, usually with these type of matches, you look back... I mean, we've been wrestling fans for years, so you look back at old-school matches, and you can get an idea of the purpose of the match, what a traditional booker will do. But then you've got someone like Orange Cassidy out there. It's like, are they going to go the route where when he wrestles, he's unreal? Are they going to just have Park, Pack kill him? to get over Pac as a heel more. It's, I mean, I I don't know how I would set betting lines for this one. I think it makes sense for Pac to win, but then can Orange Cassidy take the loss? I, I'm very curious to see. I hope they haven't booked themselves into a corner for this one because it's a very interesting one, and it could go either way. Yeah, this is the kind of match to me where, like, Pac would be a minus 300, minus 400 favorite. But you would bet on Orange Cassidy anyway because it would be fun to do. I was just going to say that. if I think whoever the underdog is, bet them. Because if Orange Cassidy's like even a plus 120 underdog, I would feel good betting that. I think it's a very a huge coin flip, and I would take the better right. side. It's like Chuck Taylor said, he's going to try. And we haven't seen him try. We haven't seen him sunglasses off. And, I mean, that's a different wrestler. So... The crowd loves him. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a hell of a match. Yeah, I really can't wait for that one. Okay, there's one more match here that doesn't have odds on it, and I'm surprised it doesn't actually. It's Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Um, this has been built up for a while, so you'd think that there'd be some odds on it. As of now, there's not. Um, Darby Allen is coming back from a throat injury where Sammy Guevara hit him with this in the neck with a skateboard. I mean, he's got to be getting his revenge here, right? Well, this is an interesting one because Sammy, I was just talking with a friend about this last night while watching Dynamite, where he was saying he gets the impression that Sammy loses all his matches. And I looked up the rankings because I knew that wasn't true. And Sammy is just below 0.500. However, most of his wins, I believe, are stuck on dark and he actually does lose on Dynamite. So it's an interesting thing where the casual viewer is getting the perspective that Sammy's kind of a jobber to the stars in a way. However, Darby Allen, look at the reaction he's getting. Look at how over he is. He's got to win, and then, you know, Sammy can get his heat back and destroy him after whatever. But no, I'd be betting Darby Allen here all day long. Yeah, it's a thing in, uh, like, Japanese wrestling, they call it, like, a lost post, where you have a, a stable, like, the inner circle... And it's like they need to win, but they got to lose sometimes too. And that's where Sammy Guevara falls in a lot of times. Um, you know, in a typical matchup between these two, Darby Allen, you'd think Darby Allen all the way. But because of the attack, it has a little more heat to it. But still, you know, if you remove yourself from that, it's Darby Allen. It would actually be a good one for AEW to do a DQ finish on, even because they've been pushing. You know, they just had the first DQ result on um, Dynamite last night. And this would be a good time to get another where Darby Allen is just so pissed off at Sammy G that he just, you know, beats the crap out of him with a skateboard or whatever, ignores the referees. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not going to happen. 
You don't think this, so? This company is not about the D- DQ finishes on a pay-per-view that you have to pay 50 bucks for. I mean, you're getting your money's worth with this show. You're getting clean finishes, I, I believe. If there's one DQ finish, I'll be messaging you on WhatsApp right away well, c- c- and laughing. <laughs> Considering they've been around for eight months and have only had one DQ finish in an Iron Man match, I think I uh, feel safe with those odds. One is all it takes. Now that's just going to be the straw that broke the camel's back and it's DQs and countouts and non-finishes all the way. WWE style, baby. Okay. Uh, in We do have five matches to go. All of these have betting odds. You can find the betting odds at our website, betwrestlingpodcast.com, if you'd like to place any of these wages yourself. Uh, we'll start off, Dustin Rhodes taking on Jake Hager. This is Jake Hager's first match in AEW. Uh, he debuted way back on October 2nd, so that's pretty pretty wild. Uh, Jake Hager is a huge favorite for his debut at minus 300, taking on the natural Dustin Rhodes at plus 200. What do you think about this one, Scotts? This is one where I sat there and I tried to convince myself that Dustin Rhodes at that price would be a good underdog bet. But I can't. It just has to be Jake Hager. It has to be. I just, I can't see it being anything else. Jake has to win. It's a little bit risky to bet on, especially against Dustin Rhodes, so I won't actually bet on it. But I really can't see anything other than Dustin Rhodes losing here. You know, I can almost convince myself to bet on Dustin Rhodes here because, you know, it's going to be the big match tonight is Chris Jericho versus John Moxley, right? But you, but you have three, yes, well, so Orange Cassidy versus Park is a big match, but the Jericho match is a close second. Okay, so then you have three inner circle matches. Let's say you want Jericho to to retain the title. So once you have Sammy Guevara lose, Jake Hager lose, everything's going wrong for the inner circle, and then Chris Jericho pulls it out at the end of the night. That's just a theory. I'm not sure I buy into it, but that's my one case. For betting on Dustin Rhodes. However, I won't be betting on Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, I can't see you causing any issues between the inner circle at all right now. I think that would be a big mistake. They're just so great as a stable. Like last night, coming out of the weigh-ins with the Gracie train, they have all the chemistry. There's definitely a time where you break them up. This is not it. Oh no, I'm not saying to break them up. I'm just saying, you know, thorn in their side, you know. A night where things don't look like they're going well. I could see that, but I think it'd be better to do it down the road. Not not now. Have them still quite strong. At least two wins on this show. Okay, well we have an AEW Women's Championship match as well. Uh, Nyla Rose, the new champion who defeated Riho, makes her first offense. Nyla Rose is minus 200 against Chris Statlander at plus 150. This is an interesting one. The women's division AEW is still being developed. However, there's a few people that are outstanding, and most people are starting to recognize them more and get into them. And one of those people is Chris Statlander. She's getting up there with Britt Baker. And to me, both Statlander and Baker are characters that are so good, they don't need the title belt. While there's other wrestlers who do need the title belt right now, Nyla Rose is one of them. I believe she needs to be booked as a beast and be unstoppable. Not Brock Lesnar level where you get sick of her, but she has to go over big, she has to go over strong. Chris Statlander is one of the most popular women in AEW right now. So Nyla Rose going over her is just perfect booking. And even though it's minus 200 odds, 
that's an easy two-unit bet for me on Nyla Rose to win. Yeah, sadly, I have to agree. I, you know, I'm a big Chris Statlander fan, but she's, you know, she's still figuring a lot of things out. She's not uh, experienced, whereas Nyla Rose is, this is something they've been building to since day one. She's been the, the beast of the division since day one. She finally got the title. She cut that strong promo on AEW Dynamite. I'm looking for a Vader type of run from her. I could see that, and I would like that, yeah. yeah. She's going to, like, with Riho, the matches were a little more, you know, athletic, a little more competitive. With, with Nyla Rose, these matches are going to be wars. They're going to be hard-hitting. And Nyla Rose is going to retain here. I think she's in for a long title reign. This is probably be my biggest bet of the night. I'm going to go four units on Nyla Rose minus 200. Wow, that's big. We should actually remind people that we bet in units from one to five, and it's all based on confidence, with five being the highest and one being the lowest in confidence. So that's a four-unit bet out of five. That's a big one, but I like it. Nyla Rose is her pick of the week, most likely. Yeah, it gets a little bit, a little bit, a lot of bit harder from here on out. Uh, let's first go to Cody Rhodes versus MJF. Cody Rhodes at plus 140 in underdog, MJF minus 180. What do you? What is going on here? It's an interesting one. I believe this one opened up as a pick'em. However, for me, I, I understand those odds and I like them in terms of, I believe, they're accurate. This is just the right spot for Cody to lose. He's 3-0 this year. He came through He came through all of MJF's stipulation, stipulations. He's finally got here. And then he fails at the final huddle against that son of a bitch, MJF. This is a match that should make MJF. He's been quietly protected. He has a, he hasn't wrestled too much in AEW, but he has a six and one record. And I believe his only loss was in the four-way fighter fest. Cody, meanwhile, he wants to make people. I mean, look at his match with Darby Allen at Fighter Fest. He didn't have to go to a draw with him, but he did, and it made Darby Allen. I've got to think he will make MGF here and he will put MGF over 100%. This has to happen. Uh,. I have to disagree with you. Cody Rhodes has been through hell to get this match. He got whipped with the belt 10 times. He had to go through a cage match where he bled, broke his big toe, doing a flip off the top of the cage. This is everything he's been building towards. This is everything he wants. For him to lose at this stage would be a mistake. You can keep this feud going with a with a Cody win because MJF's just that big of an asshole. But if Cody loses, that's a big mistake by AEW, I think. He's going to win this one. I'm going two units on Cody Rhodes. Uh, I mean, everything's going right for Cody right now. He's got his manager. He's got his wife back from the Nightmare Collective, back from being a witch. Cody Rhodes, let's go. Cody Rhodes, no chance. I just think it would be the worst thing. Like you said, MGF, he's an asshole. And winning here over Cody after everything Cody went through just make someone even bigger asshole especially if he cheats to win in some manner or whatever mgf has to win here cody has to put mgf over here i'm doing two units on mgf i would go much higher if he was an underdog but he isn't so i'll do two units cody better put him over and if cody doesn't put him over here get the guy a sledgehammer and give him nyla roses a valet as he's no better than triple h I mean, you're just completely wrong, but let's let's move on. Cody okay. is the god of AEW. He's the ace. He needs to get the win here so he can somehow get back in the title picture. He can't wrestle for the title again. He can't get back in the title picture. It's wrestling. Stipulations 
don't get okay, broken. Here's my here's my fantasy booking. The next pay-per-view, double or nothing, they're going to have that casino battle royal again. Hey, hey, there's no rule against entering a battle royal, but you win that, you get a, t- a, sh- a title shot. All out to Cody, new champion. Let's go. Horrible. Edit that out. <laughs> Holy. All right, let's, mo- let's move on to the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The best storyline in professional wrestling right now. Kenny Omega and Adam Page are the champions, but they are an underdog at plus 170, taking on the Young Bucks at minus 250. I mean, what do you think about what's going on with these teams right now? What do you what do you think about these odds? It's so interesting, especially after Dynamite last night, where the, the Bucks came off as the heels in that sit-down interview with um, JR, because we've both been talking about it over the past few weeks, and how... The initial storyline, it looked like Hangman Page was going heel, but then I remember you broke it down really well on your website, awfans.com, about the storyline, and it made me realize just how much of a face Adam Page is, and we've seen that this week, that the, um, Hangman really is more of the the face in this whole thing. The Bucks last night came off like dicks, so... It really makes the whole thing interesting. I mean, are the Bucks gonna cheat to win in some manner? Are they gonna are they gonna win cleanly? But then after the match, are they gonna lose and then just sour grapes, double super kick, Hangman? I don't know. Do you think the Bucks will be a good uh, heel team? I'm I'm I, I'm not too aware of them pre AEW, so I'm not sure how that would work um, out. I mean, the, in PWG and places like that, the Young Bucks were the best heel team around, but they're just so good that everyone liked them, and then we were we had to like them. And then with AEW all in, I mean, it was impossible for them to be anything but uh, baby faces to the audience, you know. So, do you think they can go back to being heels? Then would it be would it be able to transition to that? I mean, that my thought was, well, it's very hard for them to be heels. However. Hangman is over so much as a face, and that's something that you need. You know, you sometimes need a strong face protagonist to go up against, and that's what Hangman is. So him and even Omega to a degree, who's a very sympathetic baby, baby face, I could see the Bucks being able to be heels against them, or against Hangman at least. Yeah, it's tough. You know, the Bucks are just, you know, I don't even know if they're necessarily heels. They're, they know they're the best, and they're acting like they're the best. You know, they're kind of being a jerk to their friend. But that's that's a different thing, you know. I guess that's the thing is it's all shades of grey, so there really isn't faces or heels as much anymore. So it will make it interesting. Betting wise, I really don't know. I think Omega and Adam Page, however, they're worth a shot. I, I believe Young Bucks should be favourites, but minus two fifty seems a lot. This is one where I'm fine putting a casual bet of one unit on Omega and Hangman to win because they're such a great team and. AEW are fine with long-term storylines, and I can see enough reasons for them to keep the belts here. So one unit on Omega and Page for me. Yeah, to me, the they're going a little too hard to the other side, oh, where Omega and Page are definitely going to lose. The Young Bucks are definitely the best tag team in the world. I mean, I think they've gone too far that way where I'm thinking the opposite here as well. I'm thinking Omega and Adam Page. I mean, this match, you know, two weeks ago on Dynamite, we had Omega and Page against the Lucha Brothers. And it was one of the best matches of the year. Uh, Maybe the best match in Dynamite history. This match is going to be that match, plus all this emotion we're talking about going into it. This is going to be amazing. I wish we had a star rating uh, prop on it, because it would probably be an over bet. Oh, it ha- has to be. It has to be. Omega and Page, w- 
they're an incredible tag team. That's another reason I don't think they should lose the tag team titles yet because they are just so damn good together. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot more story here. I'm actually surprised that they're going to this match this early, which makes me think that Omega and Paige are going to retain the titles. Keep this thing going. I'm going to go two units on the Hangman team at plus 170. So now we've got the main event, the big one. Yeah, this the odds on this one really surprised me. Uh, AEW World Championship match, Chris Jericho, even at 100 uh, versus John Moxley at minus 140. This is as close to a pick 'em as as we've seen since uh, NXT Takeover a couple weeks ago. But it's not often that you see a match like this where the sports books basically saying, "I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be one of the two. 888 actually had AEW odds up about a month ago, and this one was a clear pick 'em. Both were minus 118. And I just want to say this is such a hard match to call for me. And I love that. It shows the quality of level in both AEW and NXT where the main events are essentially a coin flip. The NXT main event last week there was a coin flip. That, that was exactly a one minus 118 odds each. And either finish works where whoever wins, they've got ways to go from it, you know. And it's so refreshing compared to WWE where a lot of the betting odds are minus 700 favorites and so on. Yeah, it's, it is really refreshing. You know, both of these guys have not been pinned in a singles match since AEW began. John Moxley only has a one loss, which is a tag team match that he walked out on, whereas Chris Jericho has one loss in a tag team match, and they both have a draw. Other than that, you know, these two have been built for each other to build to this match since AEW began. This is probably one of the best built title matches that I can remember in years. And I don't know what to think. John Moxley is red hot. Everybody loves him. But him losing here, would that change that? I don't think it would. It's tough. I mean, what what do you think? Well, Betting-wise, actually, I looked into this one, and I was going to do a big... I was writing my notes today for the podcast, and I was going to do a big spiel about how Mox has more potential opponents if he wins, how they can build for the rematch with Jericho as well, because we all know usually the money's in the chase, but Jericho chasing, we've seen him before in WCW and WWE with his character. He's often better when he's the one in the chase, and it makes for many more entertaining segments. We all remember in WCW when he was going on the streets of Washington petitioning and so on. However, while writing that, I was thinking how there are no main people to challenge Jericho, really, unless you go with Jungle Jack Perry. Then you look at Hangman and Omega. The evolution of their storyline could also see them coming into the world title picture involving Jericho. And then you've got those two guys who are a tag team, but both vying for the world title. So it's one of those matches where I just can't bet on it. I, like my head says Jericho, my heart says Moxley, but I really don't see a, a bet. If someone is looking to bet on this one, I would say it's the biggest coin flip ever. So take the underdog. That's pretty much my only advice for betting Mox versus Jericho. Uh, I think you taught me this trick a long time ago, which is sometimes you want something to happen, so just bet the opposite way. What do you want to happen? Because I want both to win. I, mean, <laughs> I can't pick. I mean, my son's favorite wrestler is John Moxley, has always been. Everything he does, we were, we were there when he debuted. It was one of the best moments we've ever seen live. I am down with John Moxley for life. I want him to win this match. But I also think there's a lot of steam left in this Chris Jericho title run. So I'm going to be betting 
on Chris Jericho to win one unit, but don't tell anyone in that arena. Do not tell my son. I will be screaming my head off for John Moxley and hoping he. So you're going to be sitting there jumping up and down, celebrating Jericho's victory while your son cries just so you can get some more beer money. That's pretty nice. Well, beers are more expensive at arenas, so. That's a good point. I would do that too. Screw the kids. <laughs> okay, so do you let's that's it for AEW Revolution. Any any final thoughts? The first three AEW pay-per-views have done around 100,000 buys. What if I set an over under there? What would you think on that? has to be over just to build for this main event alone forget everything else on this card this is the main event we have been waiting for since we were sitting there in las vegas and john moxley came out this is what what we've been waiting for this is this reminds me of the old school wrestlemania builds where you would know the main event a year in advance and they would slowly build towards that this is what this is this is a pinnacle and i could see them doing 150,000 buys. I think they'll at least hit 125k. Yeah, I would be right there with you. I, I'm thinking they're going to go over. This is a great show, best built. It's a good time of year to sit home and watch your pay-per-view as well. So let's hope they do it. Yes, yes, a great time to sit home and watch it. I'm so glad I get to sit home and watch it instead of going out to it. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> All right. So do you want to go over your official tips? Yes, I took Nyla Rose to beat Chris Statlander. I believe that was a two-unit play. I also took MGF to beat Cody. And I have one unit on the underdog team of Hangman versus Kenny Omega. And that's it. I can't bet that main event at all. As much as I want to, I just can't. Okay, I put uh, four units on Nyla Rose, minus 200. Two units on Cody at plus 140. Two units on Omega and Adam Page to retain their titles at plus 170 and come in the crowd and drink a beer with me. Uh, And then one unit on Chris Jericho to retain his AEW World Championship. This is going to be a great show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, We're excited. Yeah, just remember, you guys, if you want to bet AEW, you can only bet it right now at BetOnline. And if you go to BetWrestlingPodcast.com, we have got links to BetOnline, where if you click it, you will get a special bonus thanks to us. You get a deposit bonus plus a free subscription to Bluetooth. Actually, you don't get that, but I'll hook you up if you deposit there. All right. This has been Going Over, Bet Pro Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back for Elimination Chamber uh, in about a week. So Can't wait. All right, you got any weird outros for me? or you, um, uh, Why don't you slip a roofie in, his, in the beer that you, you give him? Personified, and I will try.